Hello and welcome to the Old Dog Jiu-Jitsu Podcast, episode 21. This is your host, Dr. Joe, and this week we return to our Women in Jiu-Jitsu series with Michelle Manzioni. Michelle is a Jiu-Jitsu athlete um, with the Triangle Academy here in Franklin. They're a Pedigo Submission Fighting affiliate under uh, Clay Mayfield. And uh, as I like to describe Michelle, she's just somebody with absolutely amazing energy. Um, she's a wonderful person to be around. Um, I think you guys are just going to absolutely just love this episode uh, and, and, and a high high BJJ IQ in regards to fighters and, and strategy. And, and I think you guys will be incredibly impressed, not for the fact that she is a woman in jiu-jitsu with that knowledge, but just that she's a person in jiu-jitsu with that knowledge. So, um, uh, you know, we hope that you enjoy the episode this week and, uh, our plan is to have one more, um, women in jujitsu, uh, interview and then bring all three folks back for a round Robin, uh, uh podcast. Uh, we've gotten amazing feedback on these episodes and I really hope that you enjoy them. But before we get the show kicked off, um, I do want to mention our sponsors. Um, the first being Revital Health Clinics. Uh, Revital Health and Wellness Clinic is the premier men's and women's health clinic focused on creating health and preventing disease through the optimization of bioidentical hormones, improved diet, and exercise. Brandon Sweat, who's been here on the podcast, nurse practitioner, owner, and operator with years of experience in the field of hormone optimization and wellness, will point you in the right direction. Um, I've I, I say this again and again, if you guys have any questions, any concerns, if you're curious at all about um, testosterone replacement, hormone optimization, you know, contact Brandon through Revital Health Clinics. Um, you can reach him at revitalhealthclinics.com. You can always reach us through Old Dog, uh, or it's Old Dog uh, BJJ at gmail.com. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll hook you guys up. And I think it'll change. It'll be a game changer for you. Um, there are so many people that I work out with or have um, pointed uh, them to Brandon. And uh, it just, there's remarkable, remarkable stories about weight loss, gain of muscle mass, energy, better health, better relationships with their significant others. You just have to, um, you have to experience it. And if it's not right for you, Brandon will tell you it's not right for you. And here's some other options. So please look into it at vitalhealthclinics.com. Our second sponsor is Fight Voodoo Fightwear. Uh, this is a fight wear company founded by a gentleman named JT Conway, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. And I'm telling you, this guy loves combat sports and he loves designing clothing for fighters. They're based locally just south of Nashville. And JT's goal is to make Fight Voodoo a premier name in the fight-based clothing company uh, industry. Please check them out at fightvoodoo.com. Check them, uh, specifically check out their I Fight Bullies t-shirt, their line of shirts and sweaters. Um, my personal favorite is the Jiu-Jitsu Saves Lives, but the most popular line is the I Fight Bullies. Um, we, we plan on having JT on the program, and he can kind of tell you the story uh, behind the, the, the most famous line of his shirts and um, just how he got the company started. And I think you're just going to really love him. Uh, we will have him on soon. Definitely in the year 2021. He's coming on. We're going to get him here. But please check them out at fight, uh, fightvoodoo.com. And with that, we're going to kick off the show. All 
All right, everybody, and welcome to the Old Dog Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Coach Anthony. Hey, hey. And we're here today with Michelle. Hey, guys. And uh, we'll we'll get we'll t- we'll introduce you to Michelle a little bit later. Um, first, we're, we got to get into some stuff. First of all, this is episode 21. 21, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, I wasn't yeah. sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed five, so. Yeah, yeah. You've been MIA, man. MIA. What's been going on? Just busy, man. Just busy, busy. Mm-hmm. Haven't, uh, haven't been able to, to make it over here the 10-minute drive it takes to uh <laughs> to get on the podcast so but i'm back now yeah yeah well, well we've missed you glad that you're back um and so let's get into it before we get started with the podcast we have to go over some bjj smut oh <laughs> and it's not smart i mean i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to talk about anything negative for the sake of talking about something negative but um i think something that's happened within the world that you're not aware of i'm not said, aware of this yeah, at all so but michelle is so i've been yes. under a rock so there was a post that somebody from bjj fanatics i'm not going to say his name honestly I, I know his first name is isaiah i don't know his actual tag but he had showed a picture of his belt and it looked like he was a two-stripe white belt and um, he put in a little description of being with a purple belt, I guess from another school. I guess he was visiting another school. Oh, I didn't know that. Part. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. Oh. Yeah. And um, he just talked about how the purple belt gave him his back, and he was very detailed on how he got his choke in. And micro he adjustments. Was, yeah. What, what was it? Micro adjustments. <laughs> yeah, he would make micro adjustments, or like he'd feint the uh, rear naked choke to get the bow and arrow, and just very, wow. very detailed. About <laughs> Those it sounds like terms I use when I teach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're a black belt. <laughs> um, so so you know apparently he taps this purple belt he acts like he's going to say the guy's name in the post but doesn't it, i thought that was kind of funny he's like and it was and like dot dot dot, dot. oh gotcha and I'm, I'm not i'm not describing it correctly um i saw that post when it first came up and i didn't even think anything of it did you michelle did you think anything no i just thought i thought it was made up to be honest i was looking um at happy rolling i think on instagram and they had a bunch of like memes about it and I was just like, huh, that's funny. And then I just kept scrolling. I didn't think it was an actual thing. Well, it wasn't until the next day that I saw a post and I, cause I really like Tom DeBlass. Yeah. I, I no. really like him. I Big love game. his posts. Um, you know, he eats, it's, I, I like anything where if I see it and I call my kids over, I say, you got to listen to this guy. This guy's got the knowledge, you know, and, 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 and uh, Tom has that, you know, he, he, I, man, I can't tell you, I, I love his posts. Um, they're down to earth. They're they're heart they're heartfelt. They're you just he's really committed to the to his time that he spends on the internet. You know, transferring that knowledge. Yeah. And uh, he's talking about this guy Isaiah, and you know, hey, we all make mistakes. And I, he said, we don't know what we don't know. And and if and luckily when I was coming up, there wasn't an internet. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like I couldn't I couldn't like follow what he was talking about. Right. And then when I went, I trailed it back because I'm a complete loser and don't have any other time for other things important <laughs> in my life. Right. Um, well, Amy's screaming at me, we need to do our taxes. Um, I'm like, hold on, I got to follow this post. Um, it's like, it was the it was post, it was, it was post, it was post yeah. I saw the day before. And I'm like, I, I, why? Why are people hating on this guy? I know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, who cares what he, the guy's probably not even going to be training three years from now. Yeah. I mean, probably not. What, what, what like, difference like, does it make? Yeah. It's just one of those, we have to have something to talk about. I think that's really all it is. Well, how do you feel about, and and, you know, we've talked about this before. You know, I had talked about this with Chris on Mm -hmm. one of the podcasts where I I said, hey, people that go and brag about, you know, oh, I tap so-and-so, I tap so-and-so. I I said, those people typically aren't training a few years down. He's like, dude, I used to do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'd go home and tell my wife that I'm like, no shit, really? Yeah. Because the first thing that goes through my mind 
is eh, he, he he was just working on something yeah exactly you know i i guess the purple belt responded back and he was like dude that no solid you were solid you got me or oh, something like that yeah yeah I, and I, again i'm i might be wrong about that but there were, it sounded like that type of communication like you praised him for yeah like good job man that yeah. was that was sick you gotcha know? um but most of the time i mean the majority of the time people are working on something when you're able to you, you know yeah. when you're able to get something on them um I mean, come on. Have you ever been with Professor Reggie and really thought you did something? Oh, dude. Every time I've, I've gotten a tap on Professor Reggie, I'm like, yeah, I didn't earn that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's setting up something. He's yeah. working with you. Yeah. You know? And, um, you know, and he's he so cr- slow and methodical. And it's like, if he just cranked it up a little bit, I mean, how many, I don't even know what, what he weighs to something. Oh, um, he murdered Yeah. You. Yeah. It, and like I was with Clay, which you guys don't know, Clay, um, well, we'll just, you know, Clay yeah. Mayfield and we're rolling one morning. It was one of his early morning classes. I'm like, I might get a twist. No, he <laughs> set me up. God damn it. No, 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 no. And you go down this quicksand yeah. of like tragedy. Um, and so I, I just, I don't know. So how do you feel? Like, do you ever come home and tell Kira like, you know, like, I you know did X Y and Z. I swept Professor A. You know, or any? Do you ever do that? I, I mean, I don't. It's funny you said that. That's the only time I've ever like not. I don't want to say bragged, but I was like proud of a moment in a class. Is and I don't know if you've met Professor Eddie. Um, I think so. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's big big rock of a guy. He looks like the Hulk, but he's not green. <clears throat> yeah, <Yes>. exactly. <laughs> and he's super kind, super super so sweet, sweet. Nicest, sweetest, sweetest yeah. guy ever. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think yeah. I sw- uh, rolled with him once, and it felt like I was just. Through and, a cloud, like you're still, like, you're he still didn't, alive. Yeah, yeah. I'm still alive. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. And like, he didn't pressure or anything. He was very, yeah, very yeah, nice. He's good. Yeah, yeah. He was getting ready for uh for the worlds is yeah. what it was. And I, I realized that he was wanting to work on cardio because I got a submission on him, and that's never happened. Right. So at home, I told Kira, I was like, you know, Professor Eddie, right? She's like, yeah, duh. And I said, I, I submitted him today. She's like, how? I said, because he let me. <laughs> and she goes, that makes sense. And I was like, it's just the first time he's ever let me work enough to get there. I was like, it was more of a, a moment of like, I thought maybe he liked me a little more because yeah. he didn't just kill me immediately. But other yeah. than that, no, I've never like been proud of <clears throat> a tap other than like feeling about getting better, but I've never bragged about so that. What so would you, what that, would you say if one day you had a school and a student of yours posted something like that? I'd be like, hey man, it's cool. It's free country. Post whatever you want. Oh. At the end of the yeah. day, I can't let that get to my ego, you know? No, if, no, no, but it wasn't about you. Oh, if you it to somebody your, your, else? Your student went to another school. Oh, I talked to him about it privately. I would I would talk about um, just having some tact and some poise about, you know, what you do, when, especially if you're a guest somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't blast him on the internet about it, you know, just kind of be like, hey. Oh, I don't think his instructor didn't. His instructor actually got online. Mm-hmm. He did a video. Did you see his instructor's video? No, I didn't. Oh, super cool. Like it was really, really a really good video. He, first of all, he said what a nice guy the person is, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, where he was coming from. He didn't think it was malicious. Um, I don't think he talked about necessarily um, what he did to say, hey, listen, I know you don't know this. It's kind of like at certain schools, the mm-hmm. lower belts don't call out the upper belts, but a lot of people don't know that. We had that mm-hmm. at ours. I had to tell one of our white belts. Right. Like, people hey, don't man, know what they don't, don't do know. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you let them know yeah. they, they just don't know what they don't know. It's like in a Muay Thai, like you don't go to the coach and ask them to hold mitts for you. Right. Yeah. They have to come to you. But if you don't know that, you're not going to get attacked. The, right. They the, the usually just walk away from you. Oh yeah, yeah. Just ignore mm-hmm. you. Just that's how you go over somewhere. 
Gotcha. You know, um, but because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, but what the coach did talk about, which he kind of transitioned to that I thought was kind of funny that he would even reveal something like this. And there's another thing I wanted to talk about was he said that there were promotions that night and some people got promoted a couple stripes here or there. And then this particular student came up to him and said he felt very disrespected that he didn't get promoted. Hmm. Yeah, that was mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I think the, 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 again, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think the coach had an amazing point of view. He didn't get angry. He just explained to him, everyone's on a different path. A 50 year old guy who is a casual athlete coming in here is going to be promoted differently. He did say Gracie Baja promotes on time. And I'm like, no, we don't, you know, like yeah. it's a minimum time. Right. That doesn't mean that, okay, you've been here for six classes. You get a stripe. Right. You know? Yeah. You get yeah. it when you deserve it. And it may be that people are struggling with something outside of jujitsu that the, that the professor, and I'll tell you, I know professor Reggie does this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Clay does this too. Mm-hmm. There's things outside of jujitsu that you're also, which isn't really outside of jujitsu, but let's say it's not sure. skill-based Yeah, that mm-hmm. they want you to work on before you represent them as a X belt. Yes. So yes. it's more than that, you know, and everybody is different. And the first person I ever heard say this was Samuel. Samuel warned all of us. He's like, listen, guys, and he's talking about baby Joe, Joe Watson. Okay. And yeah. he's like, I think that's who he was talking about at the time. And he's like, Everyone gets promoted differently. If you're a competitor, I have a different standard for you than if you have a nine to five and you're here twice a week and you're doing your thing, you're not on the same because there's no standard. There's no standardized. This is the curriculum. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I completely agree. Clay does the same thing. And um, I actually, this isn't a brag. This is um, relating. I just got my second stripe. Yeah. I've been training jujitsu for two years now, and I felt like the first stripe came pretty fast. Sure. And <laughs> like, where the hell is that second stripe? <laughs> yeah, it, it, literally, it was killing me for months and months. And Clay and I talked about it, and um, it was more of a mental battle than anything else. Cause like, I would get injured all the time, and then you know, I go to competitions and I would lose first round, and it was just really beating myself up more than anybody else. Like, I I was like my worst competitor to overcome that and finally um having clay and all my team help me through that you know clay could see the turnaround and then i started getting better in the training room and better positive interactions at competitions even if i didn't still win it wasn't like well i didn't do this right in this it was more like hey i tried that arm bar i've been practicing and i feel pretty good about it maybe i'll get it next time and then oh, the second awesome. strike came, so nice. it's like, oh, sweet. Yeah. No, that's awesome. No, and that, I think that, that that that's that's the epitome of what this guy was talking about. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that everybody has a different, and you have to have somebody that understands that as your leader, right. as, yes. as your professor, as your coach, or whatever. Um, either that, or you're just basically going to an athletic gym and getting. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah. thought that was really cool about that. And um, I, I think the white belt's the perfect time to make those mistakes, though. If, yes. you, if you let that guy go and get to a blue or a purple belt and he's still doing those things, then I think you've kind of, I don't want to say failed as an instructor, but you've let some things slip through the cracks as an instructor. Because I wouldn't imagine that at a purple belt, that'd be the first time that you would kind of go out and be like, hey, I tapped out, you know, the, the brown belt over there, at, yeah. you know, Clay's gym or whatever. I, I don't see any any of our, well, granted, I guess me and Levi are the only two purple belts at our gym, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know you guys wouldn't do that. that. Yeah. You guys wouldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, that's just not, 
not what we've learned along the way, you know, and back to what you were saying about promoting, um, someone under you, I've, professor Reggie had said this, it's like, he wants to promote somebody to a black belt that kind of lives that Bushido way, yeah. like that warrior like lifestyle. And that was kind of his thing is, you know, and he was, that's right before he promoted you, which yeah. I thought you fit the the bill for that. So well, I was not really I, that surprised when you got it, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I may not be, how can I say this? I may not be the guy at the end of the, when you go to battle, I may not be standing at the end, but I, I'll fight till I die. Yeah. And, and I'll live the life that, and I think I said something to him the other day, the text, I, what, the, what, the, what the hell were we texting about? And I said, I may not be your star student or something like that, but I, I, you know, what the fuck was I talking about? I don't know. But anyways, there was something along those lines where like, sure. you know, I live this life and yeah. I, it is, this is my life off the mats and on the mats. Yeah, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're still the I same would say person. I, I work life. as a doctor, but I, I am in a jujitsu athlete, right? That's yeah. what there I am go. and what I do. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot that goes along with that. So I just thought that was good, good fodder for, um, for some discussion and, you know, so guys, I'm just, you guys that listen to this and I know like my people that don't practice (laughs) jujitsu that I beg you guys to practice jujitsu that listen as just support to me. Um, just remember, man, just stay humble. Um, you will be the purple belt that gets caught. Okay. Um, it's, it's probably going to happen. Um, and the this this isn't about tapping people; it's about growing as as people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll add something to that because I was I was actually I went home and thought about this. You were in you were in class with me yesterday, so for our lunch class, um, there's we have a white belt that I'm just gonna name him Squirrel, um, <laughs> because he is all okay, over well, the place like a squirrel. Yeah, and, and that his is his game has improved since he decided to compete. Yeah, his game has improved like threefold and, and i say squirrel in a good way because he not like nuts kind of squirrel but like he's mm-hmm. all over the place he's agile um out of everybody that i went with yesterday he gave me the hardest time fucked and, you up didn't he dude yeah <laughs> he's, awesome. he's a white belt he's lighter than i am he's yeah. strong for his size and when i got done and i was on the way home i was like man he gave me the the hardest time out of everybody so the only reason why i roll with him is because he is so light. If he was 200 pounds and he moved like that, oh, dude. I, I wouldn't want that kinetic energy no. hitting me. Same, same. Yeah. It's just, I just, I'm, I'm going to get banged up, and it's, to me, it's just not worth it. Yeah. But because of the weight difference, I can work with him. Um, but if he was a larger dude, as dynamic as he is, yeah. Like, I don't know how Jackson, I'm like, Jackson, they, they have a game that kind of fits each other. Yeah, like, I, I totally He's see like that. a square peg in a round hole when I go with him. Right. But, you know, I'm heavy enough where I can kind of squash him down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, his game. Why'd you bring that up? So, oh, well, well, <laughs> <laughs> side note, side note. So, so, but before I forgot about, it, and honestly, I don't remember what you said that made me segue into it now because I'm thinking about my something about my when you're a purple belt, you will get caught. Oh yeah, yeah, you said yeah, getting caught. So, because he almost caught me with something yesterday, being yeah. a, what is he a one or two stripe white belt? What is he two? I two? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So it was one of those like I didn't let my ego get to me, but I'm sitting here thinking like, man, that was really cool that like he almost made me tap to something that I really shouldn't have tapped to, but me being like, just kind of chill. And, um, where I was going with that is I think the white belts tend to give me a harder time because they don't like play the game. I'm doing air quotes for those who can't see my hands, but play the game. Mm -hmm. Like when, when you and I go, Oh, I I get some of the best rules of the week when we go. Cause you know, we're going right. And if I screw up one mille, one millimeter, bam, you've got me. Yeah. Same. But, That's the game. We know what we're playing. White belts don't know all the rules, so they're just kind of going with like whatever caveman mentality you've got in your head to like, all right, these are the tools I've got, man. I learned an armbar, but that's it. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I feel like it's almost a harder time, and I tend to get caught more or get close to getting caught 
from the white belts out of that wildness just yeah. when I try and play jujitsu. And Michelle, you're not in that group because I've rolled with you before and oh, you thank flow you. really well. And you I'm have talking a, about day one, not two yeah. years into it. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we call it the white belt spaz because yeah, we have sure. a ton of new ladies that have joined and I am so happy, but they have that white belt spaz and they're bigger than me. And I'm like, and yeah. it's a little terrifying at first, but um, slowly they're getting it and it keeps me on my game. Like, where did I mess up? And I love that. Like Clay always says, iron sharpens iron. Like it doesn't yeah. matter about the belt. Like we all push each other to yeah. get better. That's very sure. true. Yeah. Um, what should we call it when they pinch your skin? I'm sick of that <gasps> shit. Oh. oh man. I like. I, I think it was uh, like a couple of weeks ago. I actually stopped in the middle of a roll, and I'm like, okay, listen, bro, you, we we can't do that. Like, yeah. Do not pinch my skin. Like, and I kind of showed him. Like, I'm like, you can't do that. Just. Yeah, just don't do that. So, so right. Doctor Matt had sent me a message. Uh, one of another guy that trains with us, and he's he's a white belt. And long story short, the conversation, he said something, and I said, "Well, you know, you're new, or you know, you're rolling with somebody new when you get a bruise, you know, like on your arm in these two spots." Yep. He sends me a picture. He's got his shirt off, and he's like, "You mean like this?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you rolled with some some other white belts today, didn't you?" So, but yeah, I don't know. We need a name for that, but everybody knows what it is. Okay. So, oh, I remember anyway. saying so. Yeah, the young guys keep stay humble. Our older guys, don't let the potential of somebody bragging ever make you not work on your game and handicap yourself. Yeah. Handicapping yourself is incredibly, incredibly important. And if you, or you're training with people that you trust, it doesn't matter if they catch you because you then you, you, you're you supposed to be working. I, I always say mentally I broke. If I went in and I'm saying, okay, I am going to play. I'm gonna train. Well, I'm gonna play all day today. I'm gonna play single leg X and transition to, to X guard. Mm-hmm. And that I really want to work that today. And then when somebody passes that, and I go, oh fuck it, deep half. Yeah. You know, no, you broke me. Yeah. You broke me. Just why did I let that happen? Yeah. Now I missed that opportunity to work on what I needed to work on. Right. Um. Anyways, we can talk about that. that could be its own little podcast. Yeah. Hey, we gotta we gotta who's number one. We it do. was really hard for me not to call it fight Dude. to win. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> we got a who's number one coming up. Yep. Um, let's just go through the undercard, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk to Michelle here, our, our special guest today. Um, let's hit with the most obvious. We're not gonna go over every fight because they haven't been set. But the first one, um, Gabby Garcia versus and like all the Brazilians are gonna hate me if I don't say this right. Nacelli. Nacelli. Nacelli de, de Jesus. Who calls himself of Christ? De Jesus. I mean, it's, it's a Brazilian it's very thing. Po- no, it's a popular thing, though. Yeah, I mean, it's in, I in Mexico, too. There's a Latin thing. Yeah, there you go. Latin. Yeah, Latin yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Gabby versus Nacelli. Um, they've had a previous uh, match in the past. It was a gi match, and I believe Nacelli won that. Um, but this is yeah. no gi. Referee and decision in 2019. What's yeah. the oh, weight wow. difference? Now that I don't know. I, I no no I know what it is. It's oh. like two thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know a, this is this is like this is a really tough fight for Nacelli. Yeah, it's a it's a Professor uh, Eddie versus Michael Wu situation. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. There's no there's no material to grab onto. Yeah, it, it's I, I don't and and, I, and if I remember right, Nacelli is kind of a guard player. I she mean, plays a lot of spider guard. Yeah, you can only do so much with wrist control on somebody that's that large. Yeah. So compared to you, you know. So predictions? <laughs> do, do we need predictions? <laughs> I think we did a, a ADCC prediction with Gabby, right? And I don't even, I think we skipped over her. We did. Yeah, because it was yeah, the same Yeah, because we just said, wait, we know yeah, she's yeah, going to yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you have Gabby on that one, Michelle? Yeah, okay. I, I always want to root for the potential underdog. Yeah, I don't want to say underdog, sure. but like. 
I think the biggest thing would be if you stay on the side with angles and like maybe like omoplatas, I'm just a white belt. Don't take my advice. But, <laughs> you know, I, I think there is always potential. Yeah. Like someday you might get caught like we were just talking about. Yeah. Is it this time? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, either way, I think it's going to be an amazing fight because yeah, well Gabby said. is a really, really good competitor. Well said. If you had a million dollars to bet on it, who you betting on? All right, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> so just to add in, Gabby has a uh, quote-unquote incredible 70-5 and five record so far in her career. 70 wins. Just that alone is... Don't tell my son that. <laughs> <laughs> 70 wins with a 53% submission rate in those wins. But at so. least she's lost. Then I can say, yeah, sometimes people do this. Yeah, but she's on a six-fight win streak, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Okay, so next Great fight dream. up. Um, and again, I don't know if this is necessarily the order, but I think Gio Martinez with Juni uh, from Unity, um, Juni Acasio, um, he's under um, Marillo Santana. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him or not. He is freaking incredible. This is going to be an amazing match. Um, do you know much about Juni at all, Coach? I don't, actually. I don't. Oh, man, uh, he's a beast. Yeah. I, Absolute I have, beast. I'm not really aware. Of course, I know Gio. I mean, yeah. he's popular, but um, I don't know anything about Juni. Okay. Uh, but I do I do see that they fought at Kasai in 2019, and yeah, Juni took that. the on points. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I did not watch that match. So, so I think this is going to be kind of just a real super dynamic fight. Definitely, it'll be fun to watch. You leg lockers and people like that are going to really, really like it. What do you mean you leg lockers? I Excuse me, sir. I like this too. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, something real quick. Yeah. Completely off of who's number one. Sure. So are you familiar with Marillo Santana? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you know who he is, Michelle? It sounds familiar. So he's the one that runs Unity in New York. He's a guy that talks like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah you know my voice, right? Right? Yeah. This is freaking crazy. You know who awarded him his black belt? That I don't know. He's a referee in the UFC. I'm trying to think of who who would be the black belt. Mario Yamasaki. No. Yeah. I was thinking because I was like, it's not Margaliata. It's not. Uh, no, it is. Um, yeah. Fun Mario fact. Yamasaki. Fun fact. I'm using that from now on because we. Uh, we had we had something with Joey. Joey's my youngest, seven years old, and we were, were doing a social studies test. Who the fuck has a social studies test at seven years old? I don't know, but he did. And, <laughs> and so my wife is quizzing him, like, you know, um, what is Benjamin Franklin famous for, or something like that. And and I, I looked. At, I'm in the kitchen. I, I look at both my kids. I'm like, that's a stupid fucking question. Like he's famous for a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, I kind of whispered. I'm not gonna say. And Joey's like, oh, I can't remember Declaration, something like that. And he didn't get it right. It was Declaration of Independence, but he couldn't remember it. And uh, but he follows up with, "Fun fact." <laughs> so fun fact: Benjamin Franklin's on a hundred dollar bill, and nice. he's only he's only non president on a on a on a. It's something like that. I don't yeah. Know. This is. But so the joke has been fun fact. I like. So it. fun fact about Mario Santana. <laughs> fun fact: he actually has black belt from Mario Yamasaki. I like that. Freaking crazy. Did not know wow. that. I didn't know that either. I like to learn things. And, and I, I, today if, you, I if you get a chance to listen to Murillo, see him teach like little segments of his class, mm-hmm. dude, he's just, just incredible. He's just an absolute beast. Yeah. You know, um, really, really. Somebody, I don't say like, oh, I really like to meet that guy. He's somebody I'd really like to meet. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So anyways, getting back on to um, who's your pick, Gio or Juni? 
Probably Geo because that's the one you know. That's the, that's what I know. You okay. know, I mean, if uh, I'm sitting here looking at this guy and he looks, uh, he, he looks, looks like a model. Well, I mean, he looks just like Geo does, just like chill. You mm-hmm. know, they both have yeah. that demeanor. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty good at reading people just in general, so I would say that, you know, it's not like he's going to be the spazzy guy versus. No, this is going to be Gio. a smooth match. Just going to be, ch- yeah, just a chill. Uh, display of jiu-jitsu so I don't know man I, I like Geo I've always liked Geo um, but Junie obviously beat him once so okay, who knows I'm, I'm picking Junie nice Michelle Michelle oh boy um, I gotta be honest I'm not familiar with either names I think I've seen Geo compete once on um, what was the one you said Kumite uh, um, Kasai. Kasai Kasai yes I yes. think I might have seen that um, but I'm not 100% sure they both look very serious in this photo. That I'm saying. <laughs> um, well, so but, they, they competed at Kasai la, uh, 2019 together, and, and Juni lo- won. Juni won, yeah. So. Okay. I think either way, if you're saying they're leg lockers, both very technical, they both give off that really chill vibe. I think it's going to be a great match. It could go either way. To be honest, I think I'll go with Gio because okay. so, yeah. I I know him probably a little bit better. Right. I'm going with Juni. All right, so when I put money on it, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, as far as you know. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. All right. Close it on the house. Yeah, so. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, it's a pick em on that one. That, that, that's, a, that's a really tough one. Cool. Another fun fact. Fun, fun fact. fact. Fun fact. Um, we need a soundboard. Geo, Geo, we should, yeah. yeah. Geo's school is in the same town I grew up in. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's actually down the street from my old kickboxing gym that I used to run. Nice. That's yeah, awesome. really cool. Fun fact. Fun fact. Benjamin Franklin's on the doorbell. Smart little kid. Okay, so up next, um, Andrew Wiltsey versus PJ Barch. So we got Daisy Fresh versus 10th Planet. 10th Planet, yep. Victory Panda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be biased. I was about to say that. Yeah, uh, do, do we get your pick on this yeah. one? Or do, we already know? Uh, <laughs> do you dare pick PJ? <laughs> yeah. um, I, so I'll go first on this one. Um, again, P- PJ's kind of a funny character because he has a really strong wrestling background, but you would never know that by watching his grappling game. Um, I don't, and I know that the guys, and, and, and if you guys are really interested in jujitsu and sports jujitsu, please check out the guys from Flow Grappling and their breakdown on who's number one because mm-hmm. it's, it's really a phenomenal, they always do such a phenomenal job. Yeah, for sure. Um, they talked a lot about Andrew being very close and being submitted in the past with heel hooks. Mm-hmm. My thought on that is you've got you don't know this guy if you think he's going to get caught with a heel hook again. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not the type of person <clears throat> to ever get caught with something more than once. Why did he get out of the heel hook so easily? Not so easily, but why did he avoid the heel hook of his second the second opportunity? Sure. Um, because he was caught with it before. Right. So I don't. He has too good of a team and too many. Uh, number one, too many good bodies. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good training partner for sure, and too many sh- smart people around him for him to lose this one. Yeah. So I don't <clears throat> see how PJ wins this, and and I could be overstepping this, but PJ, if I remember right, or I, not overstepping, but I might be speaking out of turn. I think he's coming off of a knee injury. Oh, okay. Um, a knee surgery, and I could be wrong about that, but I, I just don't <clears throat> see how that's. This is actually is not the fight I wanted for Andrew. So, you know, I, I, when I saw this, I was like, oh, well, it won't be an easy victory. Right. But he's going to win this one. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, what about you? Who so, you this one? I mean, I would have to go with Wiltsy. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, 
I, I can't say. And PJ's a beast. That, he, he's good. He's really sure. good. I'm not saying he's not. No. I just don't see that he's going to be doing anything. And if he thinks he's going to out wrestle him, which he doesn't play that game, he's not going to be yeah, able to wrestle. That's what I say. Yeah. The, Even you're, not gonna, you're not going to outwork. No, you're not going to outwork him. Yeah. yeah. It, so, it's just. I feel, I, uh, do we even need to talk to you about this? <laughs> um, you said he wrist launched you. Oh yeah, he does all the time. <laughs> he does it with love, you know. Make me better. Um, no, Andrew is one of my good friends. One of probably the smartest guys I've ever met too. He's so technical. He's really, really taking this fight seriously. He was down last week. Um, so don't tell Jackson that, please. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'd be pissed that he did not. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We were, it was a surprise. We didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of showed up because that's Wiltsy. Nice. And um, no, he he looks mentally ready. Um, yeah. And just anyone I've ever talked to that has rolled with him, they are just shocked. Like, how can someone his size have that much pressure? He gives you yeah. no room. Yeah. No, nothing. Absolutely yeah, you nothing. see the look on his brother's face. He doesn't want to drill. He's like, "Come on, man!" You know, like, every time he does it, he he he's he's got a lot of kinetic energy. And he's, so he's a he's a one seventy, right? One seventy. Um, I don't know where he's at now. He he's walking around like I believe one seventy one eighty. Yeah. Okay. That that's my size. That's why I'm curious. Okay. Uh, that's my walk around's one seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Andrew, all of our picks for that one. Okay. And so now we get into the co-main event. Oops. Nikki Ryan versus Roberto, Roberto Jimenez yep. or Jimenez, if you were another ethnicity. So Jimenez, um, who's your pick on this one, coach? <sighs> um, I don't know, man. Just with seeing Nikki being the beast that he is, I would like to pick Nikki. Um, but he's let me down. What did he let me down? 80cc? Is that when he let me down last time I picked him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know, man. I'm not as confident as I used to be in my my picks for him. Uh, but they're both real young prodigies, man. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with him and as I, I think okay. I, I think I'm gonna pick him. All right, Michelle. I love Huberto. He is a one of a kind, genuine human. Like we've interacted with him a couple of times. I think like at Worlds and Pans and just like. Um, I loved his flow story too. Oh yeah, um, it was really good. Yeah. They, did a, they did a great job with that. They do. They do awesome stories. Good yeah. job, Flo. And um, <laughs> he's just, you can tell this is what he wants. Like this is what he lives for and he lives and breathes it every day. So um, I don't really know much about uh, Nikki, to be honest. Like, mm. I, well, he doesn't I follow, compete that much. Yeah, I follow more Gordon and... Um, but if he's like his brother, it's definitely going to be a tough match. Yep. It's going to be a great match to watch. But I'm always with Huberto. I'd be interesting. I'd be interested to know what the weight difference is. You, I know you mentioned that Nikki Ryan has bulked up a bit. It's a catch weight at 175. Okay, because mm-hmm. Huberto seems like he is a bit bigger. Bigger, yeah, for sure. Than and Nikki. Here, here's the other thing too. Um, so the, my my advantage that I give to Andrew is his. Um, make one mistake, never make it again. Sure. Very intelligent, mm-hmm. good game approach. My <clears throat> advantage to Roberto is his consistency fighting. He has the momentum right now. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what Nikki's last match was in a, against one of the Rotolo brothers. Yeah, and he lost a tie. Yeah, so, yeah. I, and that was how long ago? I don't know, to be honest. It, it, I, it, you have to I don't keep remember the momentum going. Yeah. The more you compete, 
the more you compete yeah. and, and the better you perform, win or lose. Yeah, for sure. And so I always tell young people, I'm like, go out there and compete. Just compete. Just compete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> makes me think of this uh, little, uh, one of our young, young, young students. Mm-hmm. He's, this kid's a beast. And uh, he's talking about like, there's no one in my weight division. Like, <laughs> Listen, buddy, don't worry about it. You're just going to compete. You're yeah. going out there to step on the mat. And so um, Roberto has been doing that. And so he has that momentum. I think... I don't think anybody's competed quite as much as he did in 2020. Oh, in 2020, yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of fights. He had a yeah. lot that of fights. It. He did. He took advantage of an. He took a, a really good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. He took advantage of an opportunity because everything was kind of shut down. This was the time to make yeah. your name. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he did that. Um, now that's not that doesn't necessarily help him with Nikki, but I think that the fact that he has been competing, he's sharpening the iron constantly. I, I don't see Nikki winning this. Yeah. You know, I don't. He can catch him. Sure. That's the that's the <clears throat> that's the ankle lock game. There, <laughs> uh-huh. he might catch him <laughs> as I limp around the room. Um, he you might, leave those ankles he, out yeah. there, man. It's just. You know. um, but yeah, I'm probability. I agree with you, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So all three of us. So the only one we're split on is Geo and Junie, and then we come to the main card, and that is the leopard skin underwear, <laughs> cool as hell, Craig Jones. Versus Ronaldo Jr. And let me tell you a story about Ronaldo. I wish uh, I wish Jackson was here. He might be here. We can tell you this. So we're at Pans. Mm-hmm. Now you have to remember, there's a few competitors that Jackson really likes. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, of course, because he's worked with Andrew, and he just like Andrew's like, well, Andrew and Bird, but you don't see as much of Bird stuff. But he's like anything Andrew does, you know, he's like anything comes from Daisy Fresh. My son's like all over it. Yeah, every post from the Hillbilly Hammer and yeah. like <laughs> we're gonna really do our X guard drill today because Hillbilly Hammer posted that. So oh, okay, that's, that's what we'll drill. That's fine, whatever. Um, uh, Mikey, of course, because who came Lucia out with Mikey? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Which he um, just came out with a new uh, new DVD, didn't he? Multiple. Oh, was it multiple? Oh, wow. You thought Danaher has long videos? Oh, I have not watched any Put of Mikey's your videos. Fucking jock strap on, homie. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God, it, Mikey's videos are so damn long. But they're super detailed. I was about to say you get they're, a lot out of it. You get a tremendous. It's not. Out it's of not it. listening to Ben Stein talk about the same thing for twenty minutes, and you not no, get much out of but it. But you can just go to Samuel Braga and just get yourself <laughs> a little faster. Yeah, faster. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. But we went over it later on because I mean they 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 train together quite a bit. Right. Um. So uh. So Mikey, of course, Andrew. Um. But another one's Lucas Valente. And oh, yeah. he loves Lucas, man. Lucas is his man. Right. Like he, I mean, he loves Lucas. So we're at Pans, and Lucas is up there. Because you know all the GB guys, we all sit mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Even if we don't know one another, we kind of group together. And Lucas is there, and I'm like, hey, dude, I'll I'll introduce you. And he's like, no, 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 no. He, like, puts his hood up. He lays down. I'm like, no, oh, man, I'll, I'll introduce you. He's a super, super cool guy. Right. And one of our, you know, uh, uh, Professor Jimmy, who you guys have heard in the past, he was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they were actually staying together that weekend. Okay. And, um, y- you know, he, no, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So Lucas goes down, and I hear Jackson. He's like, hey, Samuel's talking to him. Yeah. Like, this guy's talking to him. Oh, Jacqueline's down there. You know, he's like, watch him like a hawk, right? Yeah. So I was like, hey, man, he's up. And you got to remember, Pans this year, man, there really wasn't anybody there. Yeah. Yeah, as far as. Yeah, so you get to go down, be right there. It was fantastic. Yeah. So we go right up. And I knew who who Ronaldo Jr. was. Mm -hmm. I knew who he was. I'd seen him compete in the past. This was a different animal. Oh, yeah. 
he passes guard three times. Lucas Valente has not had his guard pass in like eight or ten years. Oh, is that who he competed against? I didn't realize that's who that was. Yeah. Gotcha. Remember I was telling you, there's some dude I didn't know. I know, I mean, I knew I'd seen him, but I didn't know him by name. I knew he was from Autos. And yeah. oh my! I didn't realize that was a story God. you were telling because I was. Yeah, yeah it's the I, same story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know who that. Yeah, that's yeah. Who that so, was. so, so, anyways, um, Ronaldo Jr. is just man. But with that being said, <laughs> you do not discredit Craig Jones. Yeah. It's okay. So I'm. Uh, so Michelle, you do this one first. Sorry, you oh, haven't my. gone first yet. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Craig Wait, Jones or Ronaldo? Which one oh, are we going with? Man, I I love Ronaldo's intensity. He just goes in like a bull (laughs) he's he's strong he's technical like he has his whole game together but Craig Jones you know at the same time he he has his game too his leg locks are amazing one of the best and oh it's a tough pick it really is I don't know (laughs) well if this helps you uh Ronaldo comes in on a 16 fight win streak um with a 48 percent submission rate in his 48 wins at black belt that's nuts. That's that's, that's absolutely nuts. Um, I don't think Mr. Jones is on uh, on that kind of. He he comes in us on a, a three match submission streak, and he's had an eighty three percent sub rate in his wins throughout his career. Mm-hmm. So his subs his sub rate's really high, but um, he's not on the the win train quite like Ronaldo is. But mm. your pick. No money on the line, just yeah. just, just your rep. I'm just, just your rep. To... <laughs> that's, that's more than money. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the rule set too for who's number oh, one. Oh, yeah. you goddamn yes. You're processing it. Like um, you're, you're stealing my thunder, girl. <laughs> like she's definitely not a white belt. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just I try and learn fast, um, but. You got to always factor that in, too. Like, fight to wins, you know, they're more on submission base. It doesn't matter how many times you pass the guard. If you're nope. not attacking, sure. you will lose. Um, so, uh, I think, man, uh, my gut's saying Hinaldo. Uh, I'm going okay. to go with my Sometimes gut. Sometimes you got to go with your gut. I think but that's definitely it's gonna fair. it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing Coach. match. <sighs> Craig. Okay. Craig Jones all day. But hey, hey, I just want to call you down. Come on in the mic. Come on over. So you guys have heard about it. we went to a seminar uh, a couple weeks ago with Samuel, or was it last week with Samuel? And there was somebody there kind enough to say, Hey, I know your voice. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was another guy um that I competed against. And he yeah. was like, Hey, Dr. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I remember that term I said, I'm not talking to anybody, I'm not being nice to anybody. And I would start going to talk to somebody and Jackson would grab me, he's like, Hey dad, 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 dad. I'm like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be nice. I'm, I'm mean today, I'm mean. I'm and mean. I tried to be mean, but this guy comes up and he's like, Dr. Joe, it's an honor. It's an honor <laughs> to meet you know, I'm just like, Oh my god. Okay. Remember when Ronaldo Jr. Um, passed uh, Lucas Valente's guard at yeah, Pans? Yeah. yeah. Did you almost cry at that point? I didn't cry. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, because I've heard that he's like, his, his guard is like, not very, it's not very easily passed. So, yeah. And I haven't really seen him, his guard get passed like at any point. Nobody has. Yeah. So, and then this guy passed him, passed his guard like three times. So it was kind of like. 
Yeah. Just like, oh, oh, oh. All right, that's all we call it for. Just and your first <laughs> appearance on here. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying about both those guys. It's the second time on here. It is? Second time. Yeah. I went and grabbed him for something okay. else one time. Um, what I was saying was, you know, they all ask him, but they're like, oh, yeah, we know Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That, that's, there that's you what go. I told him. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, go, go do whatever teenagers do. <laughs> um, okay, so um, who'd you pick? I picked Craig I Jones. Oh, you Craig you like yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so okay, yeah, why? I'm, I'm just a big fan of Craig Jones. And yeah. how can leg, you be? Leg, leg lock game, of course, obviously. Yeah. But good point uh, that's made is that um, Gaval, being Ronaldo's coach, is very good at shutting down leg lockers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Craig Jones is up against a guy whose sensei is his kryptonite, I guess you could say, essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm worried for Craig for sure, but I, I have faith in Craig. If I had money, I'd put it on Craig. Yeah. Okay. But I agree. Not not a whole lot of money. Just Cause, a little bit. Because <laughs> what you're doing is you're, you have somebody, there's very few gyms that make both no gi and gi competitors. Right. And of course, Daisy Fresh does. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Autos does. Yes. There's no doubt about that. I don't think Art of Jiu Jitsu really does. You can't tell many nogi guys that they have that are like outstanding nogi guys. Now they have yeah. their juveniles that might be the future. <clears throat> sure. Um, and I, I can go on and on. I'm just giving some quick mm-hmm. examples of yeah. that, right? Craig comes from. I mean, have you ever even seen him in a gi? No, actually, no. <laughs> I don't think they make leopard print geese. Yeah. I don't think. Um, well, maybe they do. Actually, I think they're I'm not like, ABGJF. Yeah, I was about to say they yes. make camo geese or so whatever. But he's a specialist in nogi. Yeah. The people he surrounds himself is specialist in Ogi. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm not trying to downplay Autos. I mean, this is one of the sure. greatest gyms in the world. Of course. I just don't know. I'm just picking Craig. Yeah. Nice. You know, it's his game. You're playing yeah. somebody else's. My father used to always say, don't ever fight another person's fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't ever That's do true. that. You always it's fight your fight. Yeah. You're uh, stepping R- into his. his Ronaldo, he's, he's fighting Craig Jones's fight. Does that mean he won't win? No, he might no, win no, it. Yeah. I'm just playing probabilities. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and if Craig Jones is spending 100% of his time training Nogi and Malcolm Jr. is spending 80%, that's still 20% less. Yeah, exactly. So, And there, there is a difference. And for, again, for those of you that don't know, it, there is a huge difference in how, how your grips work, what part of the body you're grabbing, what part of the body you're manipulating. It's, uh, it's a totally different animal. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, you know, what the fuck do I know? Yeah. So that's just my two We'll see on yeah. February 26th. We'll see what you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And it's a fight, and that's why you fight. Yeah. Because you never know. Exactly. Because sometimes a white belt can tap you. It's a toss up. Yeah. According to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Michelle's like, I hope so. That's what I'm trying to do right here. <laughs> so uh, no, finally, we can give our undivided attention to Michelle Manzoni. Um, yeah. Yeah. Say hi to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Michelle, um, I don't want to talk about Clay's Clay too much. It's, it's, okay. kind of, it's hard not to. Um, obviously you're, I don't know your official boyfriend, significant yes. person in your life, mm-hmm. um, is a world-class competitor. Um, he's t- in the top 10 brown belt in the country right now. And when he gets his black belt, he'll won't take long for him to be at the same level that you guys have a very thriving business, uh, triangle Academy in Franklin, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're there, you're the front desk administrator. You teach the kids classes there, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, you know, we've had such a great response and people asking about our, I don't even know what to call it anymore. It's women in jujitsu. I want to say ladies, 
I, I don't. I don't think that's a problem. I mean, I I mean right? Michelle, you're the you're the yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you let like us both. know. Yeah. She um, says both. I like women. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Done deal. Yeah. Um, female is... sounds too scientific. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's 2021. Yeah. We can't do that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> episode, episode 14, we had Jennifer Wuana, one of our training partners, yeah. our manager of our place. Um, and so you know, Michelle, how we met. Um, Clay has an open mat on Sundays, which everybody from the Nashville area, I mean, it's, it's got everybody from Nashville MMA mm-hmm. to you name it. They're there. Legion. Yeah. The, Artista. Uh, uh, yeah. They're yeah. all there. They're all there. And, um, it, and, and Michelle just has an amazing energy about her. And I knew that you would just be <clears throat> fantastic on here and be able to talk about, you know, your journey in jujitsu and maybe, somebody in your position is there and helps them out with their journey. And so for, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, I originally grew up in Connecticut and I always, always wanted to move South. Um, I love the South. Everything is nicer, friendlier, warmer. Um, <laughs> so when I got the chance to move down to Nashville, I was just amazed. I felt like I finally made it home. And um, then I know we said, don't talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> just in jest. Yeah, just yeah, in jest. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard not to. He's, I, I yeah, know. It's hard he's, not to. He's a big part of my journey. Yeah. And um, I if, if it makes you of... feel any better, I usually don't go about 10 to 15 minutes without talking about Amy. <laughs> yeah. It's usually jujitsu, medicine, Amy, Jackson, Eli, Joey. Jujitsu, medicine, Amy. So <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, when I met Clay, I went alone to Franklin because I heard they were having a festival. I was like, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm gonna meet people. Like it was, it was scary for me because I moved down here. Wait wait, 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 So they had a festival downtown, and you were here. You moved down here. Yeah. You moved by yourself down here. I didn't I, know this. I was with someone else at the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But that just uh, all... he didn't like to go out as much. Okay. And so I was mostly by myself doing things by myself to gotcha. meet people. Yeah. And um, so I went, and I'm looking around, and I make eye contact with this guy, and. You know, he's looking at me and I was like, he's oh, rather tall. Whoa. Yeah, rather <laughs> tall. Um, funny story. I thought it was a birth defect with his ears. <laughs> I swear to God. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun, fact. Fun fact. That's not too uncommon. <laughs> we were talking. I was like, don't look at his ears. Don't look. Don't look. Don't don't judge. Smile. No. Um, later did I find out cauliflower ear. And right. now I have it on my left ear. On, on oh. The back. Yeah. So you can't yeah. see it. It hurts. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend. But um, so when... I found Clay and we were talking. He was telling me about his gym. At this point, he just opened the gym. So he was doing just marketing with all his friends. Just he got pamphlets and these flyers and it was a free week pass. And he was just going out to meet all these people that he didn't know, just passing out flyers. And he told me that day out of 500 flyers they passed out, only two people responded. And I was one of those people. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And the... Well, he texted me. He's like, so you want to come? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I ghosted him for two weeks. <laughs> okay, so what did you think when you heard jujitsu? Did you think karate? Like, no. what, what Did you know the difference at that time? I knew it was some sort of martial art. I didn't know it was more on the ground. Um, I knew it was some sort of different fighting style. No punches. Okay, so I, you I thought knew you that. might kick. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was familiar because um, actually what happened, how I got into the gym was um, my dad. He was a state trooper, SWAT commander, the whole nine yards, oh. uh, bona fide bleep board. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
I called him one day because he wanted to check on how I was doing. And I was like, yeah, this guy gave me a free week pass to jujitsu, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you get in there right now. You go in, you <laughs> sign up. I you like your dad. Yeah, yeah I, know. Right? I know. I'm like, this sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great guy. And um, I was like, oh, okay. You know, and I, I was terrified, to be honest. And I went in and I saw like. It, he just opened so there's like three friendly faces they're like oh come here come on the mats and it was just so much fun nice. i had so much fun i was so sore the next day i couldn't move um but it was one of the best things and i fell in love immediately and here i am nice that's a that's a good starter story oh, that's awesome. that's uh that's really yeah cool. you, you stepped on the mat with uh, three killers uh your first day and you're like yeah this is great everything's fine everything is gonna be okay yeah the flyer the flyer things that's something that an old mentor of mine a long time ago said mm-hmm. we don't do effing flyers oh really yeah he said I mean, they don't work it's just bad for the environment you know you're just I passing mean, he's kind of a jerk but i listened to everything he said yeah. and he, he was pretty much yeah you can see it's they just it's crazy, right? We always think that two people out of 500. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. That's marketing, though, in general. Yeah, that's I mean, true. it's, yeah, it's really it's true. Yeah. yeah. In the digital yeah. way, it's still the same. If you get emails, it's the same thing. You only get two people respond out of that. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Did anyway. you stay real consistent after that first class, or did you, how'd that go? Um, Let's see if I remember correctly. I think I was doing, I started with uh, two days a week, and Clay knew how much I loved it. And he allowed me to come extra days in exchange for some help in the beginning with um, some paperwork and stuff. Because I actually, my before job experience was business. Mm-hmm. And I helped a couple of startups back in Connecticut. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, those were wild, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so I was more than happy to. And then he hired me on staff because he needed the help. And uh in exchange for that, then I could do unlimited classes, and I was there almost every day for hours, oh, nice. hours on end. Oh, that's I loved awesome. it. Yeah, that is awesome. And I don't. We might have said it. You've been doing this how long now? How many years you went to this? Two years. Two now. years. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, Yeah, that's fantastic. So, um, you know, I know your your academy is pretty heavy on competition. So, mm-hmm. what about that first competition? What was that like? Oh, my first one. <laughs> <laughs> It was an IBJJF, so... Um, it was? Wow. Yes. Oh, okay. That's good. So, I more actually, pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of pressure. And, um... More pressure to just get the paperwork in and get everything yeah. done and the damn picture and it everything. And it's like, how much of an investment is this? <laughs> right. Is there some return at the end of this? Yeah, yeah. Naga, you just show up, give them money, and they're like, yeah, don't... don't Matt yeah. right now, boy. <laughs> yeah. Get a sword out of it. That's right. cool. Yeah, yeah that is pretty cool. Yeah. And, um... No, I was a little stressed out because Clay's like, okay, you don't, you don't look at the ref, you don't talk to the ref, you just do you, like, listen to my voice, you know, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, man, I'm a, I'm a little freaked out. And, um, <laughs> and Clay, um, everyone jokes about this with me. I'm always smiling. And um, everyone's like, Michelle, don't smile. Don't talk to your competitors. Be mean. Get in the game mode. And I'm like, okay, I have my headphones on. I'm jumping. And this girl comes up to me in the bullpit and she's like, hey are you michelle and i'm like yeah michelle and we're, we're still friends to this day shout That's out awesome. to nora and um, she's a blue belt now fierce competitor it was her first competition too oh, that's awesome and clay's like oh michelle don't do that i'm like no, no no it's fine it's fine like i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna do my a game 
And this was my first weight cut. I've never weight cutted before. Oh yeah. Now you went in full bore. Yeah. I, was yeah. to say. I uh I didn't I didn't you really have no right to cut. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like I'm never doing that again. And um so I cut it just a little weight, but I've never done it before. So my body I felt fine. We go, we slap, we bump, I get grips and like my whole body just gives out. Yep. And I'm oh, like, oh man. Yeah. And I just felt so we talked about the white belt spaz. I just spazzed out the whole time. She didn't submit me, but I only had just enough energy for defense. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. And then the time goes off. I stand up and I'm like, okay, whew, I did it. Let's see. I probably didn't win. And I look at the scoreboard, 24 to zero. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. like, whoa. But you survived. I did <laughs> yeah. survive. You didn't get tapped. Yeah, yeah I didn't so get tapped. That? So yeah, my first experience was like, oh, man. And like, I was a little down on myself. And, um, you know, that's one of the things Clay and my friend Dana was there um, mentioned. They were like, you didn't get tapped, though. You looked really good. You got out of everything. I yeah. was like, you know what? I did. And then I was like, when do I go again? And they're like, oh, nope. you don't. You don't yeah. go again. <laughs> one and done. Honey. Yeah, one and done. And I was like, what? I'm like, I weight cut it. I spent all this money. But um, it was a great experience. Yeah. So well, I And it. also, you know, I, I think that... Um, uh, if you're, I gotta do something about that. One of these days. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Nothing but 100% <laughs> professional around here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the other thing is too, years from now, that story is going to impact somebody more significantly than you realize. Yeah. I, I hope so. We, 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 we go through these things and sometimes we don't know why. And it's so disappointing. And I can tell you just from an old man's perspective, it's it's helped out other people where I've sat down with them and said, okay, listen, kid, this is what happened to me. This is what I went through. I thought it was the end of my entire career or life or whatever. Yeah. And these were, and it, you know what? It makes a tremendous image. So those things happen for a reason and it's a part of your journey and it's mm-hmm. actually a pretty beautiful thing. So that's really awesome. Um, yeah, this, uh, I think we all have stories just like that. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And I mean, even so, you talk about like kind of going limp with the, you know, your the weight cut and all that. I think part of that too, and and you may realize it now, um, but I think that might have been adrenaline dump as well, oh, because the yeah. first time I was on the mat after a long layoff. Uh, guy got grips on me, and at that point, I was like, oh, this dude's a lot stronger than I'd pegged him for. And then I realized, like, oh. I've got the adrenaline dump going on. It's like I kind of had to like reset. Luckily, I'd competed enough to like realize that. But the first time you step on the mat, you have no clue what that is. Yeah. And uh, for anybody listening, just expect that your your it's first competition, it, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost it's the same feeling as what you get like in a, after a car accident or a near car accident or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact it's same feeling. It is yeah. so draining. It's and almost like out of body. Yeah. Like I feel like yes. my body's like just can't move. It's yeah. the and weirdest I'm just thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. All right, so, um, boy, that was good. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, no that, that, that threw me off my, I was so into that story. That threw me off my rhythm. It was a very good story, yeah. <laughs> so what would have been the greatest, specifically, God, it sounds like such a sexist question, but really for, <laughs> for women, what are the greatest barriers of keeping you active in jiu-jitsu? I mean, I'm sure your school is very similar to ours. I mean, we have a good female base, but the majority of people that walk through the door are males. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's some of the things that have been struggles for you personally that you think, um, and it may not be any different than it would be for me or coach, or what have been some of the struggles that you've kind of felt in your jujitsu journey and how have you dealt with those things? Um, 
I feel like uh, part of my jujitsu journey has been have my own mental battles. Um, but on the mats, I would say in the very beginning, there was like me and Dana. We were the right. only girls, and then it's just more men coming in, more men. And then eventually we got some girls, but they would drop off or take breaks and or they didn't want to be competitors, and that happens, and that's totally fine. Um, so in the beginning, it was really hard because I want to go hard, I want to be good, and it's just all these big guys just beating you down nonstop. And in a way, I'm blessed because I know that if I was in a bad scenario, I know enough to get away. Right, and even right, right. if they're big, um, like I've rolled with some guys that have gone full force, like, and they have maybe like 50, 60 pounds on me. And I know I'm not going to win, but I was still doing things like getting to win positions. I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I never, ever would have thought I could have done that before. Yeah, yeah that's like, pretty that's, amazing. That's, right? that's awesome. Yeah. Like, as a kid, my friends always joked I was like the small, innocent one, needed to be protected, couldn't fight. Right. Um, and now it's like, I don't need protection. I can do these things no matter the size. I mean, size kind of does matter. Um, but, you know, slowly progressing and just being graceful with yourself too is the biggest thing just yeah. knowing that you know you're not going to win everything size does matter yeah. and now yeah. that we have a bunch of ladies too it's still a size thing some some of the ladies are taller and like have more reach on me so then I, some are just physically gifted with strength yes I mean, sometimes there's something that happens do yeah. you all have um women only classes we and do, do you, not do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing hmm i mean to have them I mean, I like, I, I, I'm, I'm all for them, but I didn't know if you were of that mindset that all women's classes are a good thing. I think it depends on what you're trying to achieve. Oh, if, good point. If you want it as just basic self-defense, I think you have to take it as a very serious program and a commitment because we do women's self-defense seminars. But right. we never want you to leave with the impression of like, oh, now you know everything. So mm -hmm. if you get jumped, no. that is not true. That is... You have to train. Yeah, you have to train it. Yeah. It comes down to um, mental preparation and uh, muscle memory. If you don't mm -hmm. train it, you can't do it. Right. I, I always say it's learn. like going to a clinic on how to throw a football. You've never thrown a football before. You go to a clinic on how to throw the football and it's an hour clinic. Mm -hmm. Do you really think you're even going to be able to play football? Some people think they're Tom Brady when they get done with that clinic, though. They do. <laughs> there are a lot of delusional people out there. A lot of delusional people. But yeah, I think that's to your point. Yeah, that's a really good message to send that you need to you need you need to sign up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So for I would say for our specific gym, I don't think so because we have enough ladies in the classes now mm -hmm. that want to be competitors that want to give it their all, like there's blood on the mats like we go hard yeah. and um i love that and we can all support and push one another even with the guys it's like we don't have to have our own class we can stand alone and we can all come together okay. like they're our teammates yeah. Yeah. but it's yeah, like yeah, hey sure. we're yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. you yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. coming yeah See, that's how i kind of think about the, the ladies class that we have i hope that the ladies that are in that women's only class decide at some point even if they don't join the classes on the regular just to come like test themselves out in but those they, waters I think most of them mm -hmm. have 
And they they may. Yeah, I, I know we yeah, have a, yeah, like yeah. a. I'm a, always impressed. Like Trey's yeah. wife just joined, you know, the women's class, okay. so she hasn't done the other ones. So and, and yeah, that's awesome that you know, um, like I know Shiloh's done the the regular yeah. classes and stuff yeah, like that. Has, yeah, yeah um, but uh, you know, just hoping that they just go and see the different, you know, yeah. way things play out. My that, my thing for it is just getting more where they're comfortable, you know, and some people just aren't comfortable. And, and that's kind of what I was yeah, going with. It's like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, not to be, oh, it's men, I, I shouldn't. It's like, no, you can hold your own. Like, that's what I, I hope that they see is like, you know, maybe you don't want to go with the spazzy white belt that just started guy for yeah. sure, but, yeah. you know, somebody who knows how to control yeah. a situation. Yeah, because it's, it's uncomfortable, man. Like, the other day, I'm not going to mention the person's name. Mm-hmm. They'll listen to this. They'll know who they are. My hand brushed across their chest. Oh, dude, yeah. So fucking worst right mm-hmm. and it happened again but not right away mm-hmm. and i thought to myself i'm like okay well just that's a lot like three seconds later it happens oh again <laughs> and i swear i stopped and i laughed i actually don't know she knew what i was laughing about sure and i said i am so sorry like i'm not you know so i can see but she's been she's been there for a while yeah. so it, i don't think it's a it mean does anything to her but i can imagine coming in this is a very mm. uncomfortable way of being with some sweaty nasty old 47 year old crusty dude yeah you know what i mean yeah for sure like i i can get it i totally get it mm-hmm. where and, and i'm i'm always wondering how do we get around that so we can get more women into jujitsu because out of all the things out there, this is what, and I'm saying this to my nurses that are listening to this. <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. Nurses I work with listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> how, do we, how do we get them to get through the front door? Um, well, actually, Dana, my probably number one training partner, um, she just went into nursing. So she has a job. And her number one thing was if she's working in ER or mm-hmm. psych ward or any of mm. those things, yeah. God forbid something happened, yeah. you know, and she can't protect herself. You know, a, God forbid, naked guy's running at you and he's yeah. gone crazed. You know, how are you going to defend yourself? So more often than you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what she said. And that's why she, um, not one of the main reasons she started, but when she went into nursing school, that's what she aimed for. And at first, Dana only rolled with me. And then over time, you know, she would roll with the instructors. Like, mm-hmm. well, me and her, because who else did we have? And right, then right, right. slowly over time, and I think it's good for the guys to know too that like, hey, now you can focus more on technique instead of just brute strength. Sure. Yeah. You know, so it's finding those, um, oh, what's the word? Can't think of it. It's just finding those connections, I guess. We'll okay. use that word. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, so I think it's just easing into it and maybe like bring a friend. We have a ton of new ladies coming in, bringing in their sisters or their best friends. Yes, yeah. You know, come in with a friend because <laughs> I know like when I was a kid, me and my friends wrestled, you know, we played around and yeah. it's just like, imagine that. And then, you know, you get used to the other ladies and then eventually you get used to the other guys and it just grows from that. Yes, it's a comfort zone thing but eventually you will have to get out of that comfort zone you shouldn't live that way because then you're not really living life yeah just my opinion yeah. i like that yeah yeah. Com- I, yeah comfort zone's a killer i just look at my four-year-old daughter and i'm like you're beating up on your brother now i don't ever want to hear you down the road go like oh, i don't like i want to go with the guys i'm like you're beating up a, uh, your your brother since the time he came out of the womb so you can beat up on boys when you're 16 18 22 whatever mm-hmm. so she's they, gonna be on the mats. even realize it because you know they're they're like you know like my kids 
they're indoctrinated. That's the yeah, thing. They yeah. Just, they, they don't, they're already comfortable with that, that contact. Yeah. And that's not a natural thing for most people in our society to be, you know, if you go through your teen, if you go 13, 14, 15, 16 years without that type of contact, you get to your twenties. That's a very foreign. Oh, situation. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we know males that we can tell that they've never had that type of contact before. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just, yeah, it's a different ball of white. Cause she'll, she won't even know the difference. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you roll with like brand new white? Wow. Hello boys crack. Uh, <laughs> do you roll with brand new white belts when they come in the door or do you kind of have like that policy of like, you let everybody else kind of like wear them down and get them introduced first or do you, it, it's whatever to you for ladies. Yes. Um, for men, it kind of depends on the person. Like if they okay. definitely outsize me, Clay's like, no, let me let me handle this guy for a little bit. Yeah. Um, if they're like around my size, because we have teens in the class. Sure. You know, and um, somewhere around Jackson's size, so I can handle them. Yeah. And um, they will spaz out a little bit, but I mean, so do the ladies. I've been actually it was Tuesday. I got punched in the face six times throughout <laughs> the whole night. Like wow. legit punched <laughs> yeah. by accident. They were all accidents. Yeah. Six different people. And I'm like, it happens. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just one of those things. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was just curious your take on it. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, cause I know we, we try and do that whole, you know, 180 pound guy comes walking through the door and you know, you don't put him with your 112 pound lady no, that, no. Yeah. you know, you just don't yeah. want to, you yeah, want, you want think, to be smart. Not, yes. Don't be stubborn. Don't be like, oh, I can take this guy. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, you know, there's, there's, I think there's a difference that um, people have a difficult time grasping onto. And a, that first thing is the outcome of a fight should be determined on. Are you living at the end? Yes. Sure. I, if I'm in a confrontation, I do want to kill the person. Oh boy, I hope that's not taken to court. Oh yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say figuratively. Fun um, fact, that was a joke. Yeah. Fun fact, that Allegedly. was a joke. Um, but really, that, you know, what is a win? A win is surviving. Yes. And um, during that survival process, are you going to get banged up? Are you going to get, yeah, sure. So I can take a 200, 220, 230 pound athlete and, and I, I'm going to win that interaction. In my mind, I'm going to win that interaction. Um, I may not be able to walk after that interaction. Yeah. You know, I may be sore as hell and banged up, but I'm going to win that interaction. I'm going to go home alive. That's not what training is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Training isn't about one event and then being so banged up that you're like, okay, I'm done for the night. And I'm too old to be tough like that anymore. Training is training. You know, training prepares you to win when you're in that situation. For sure. So, and there's, there's, there's just a difference. So, um, you know, I think that the ladies should be picking people that are, are allowing them to train so they can come back the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll get that, that you'll have the opportunities to get banged up and do the one match later on for right now. It's, it should be about training. Yeah. Not about, yeah, don't worry. You would be able to survive. Are you going to be hurt for the next couple of days? Yeah, you probably will be. There's a great little cartoon that was on the internet and it showed a jujitsu little cartoon dude. And he's fighting this Hulk of a guy. <laughs> and this little cart did you see this yeah yeah, yeah that one like, i know yeah yeah it's hit him and the little little jujitsu guy gets him in a triangle and the guy picks him up and slams him and slams him and punches him and punch and then goes out yeah i mean a fight most people don't realize a real fight you i don't give it you're gonna get banged up yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna happen 
It's a collision of two bulls, one with no technique and one with technique. Both bulls are going to get messed up. You just hope you don't get messed up as much as the other one. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, that's just, you know, and so training, especially, um, I think when your weight is just naturally lower, that you, it just has to be smart training. Mm-hmm. And I personally get some of my best roles, my best workouts with Jennifer, Coach Carla, Oh, Professor Carla, holy crap. Can I edit that out? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I get some of my best roles with Jennifer, Professor Carla. Um, you know, because you have to stay so technical. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's I love rolling technicality. with Professor Carla and, and Jennifer as well. Yeah. I just don't, we don't get to roll it as often. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's super technical and I don't let up on her. I, I, she's, she always jokes about like, oh, you smashed me today. And I'm like, because I have to. I try not to. I try not, but it, like she caught me an arm bar the other night and like, I'm like, I muscled through it. Yeah. I had to. Um, I just had to. And then I'm like, Dude, she had it. Let her have that. She had yeah. it. Why are you trying to muscle through it? Oh, so I don't muscle through it because oh, I did. I muscled through this. Oh no, so we're we're, <laughs> we're, we're roughly the same size, right? Yeah. And but strength wise, I mean, she works out more than I do. I see her posting on like Facebook and yeah. all that, and I'm like, she's in the gym. I think three times a week lifting. For yeah, sure. That's and awesome. I'm not. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh she's no, a she's she's a she's yeah. an absolute beast. And so you know, either she, she's on par with my strength, or she's only sister. Yeah, that's oh, Professor Eddie's sister. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's one of those things. If I give her an inch, amazing genetics. It's over. I know, right? Yeah, that's the thing. And their man. kids are like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's awesome. You definitely get the best roles out of you know rolling with with the ladies that uh, you can focus on technique and mm-hmm. um, you know they'll 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 take a take an arm if you give it to them. So, so future of jujitsu for women, like where's it at? Mm-hmm. How how do we get? How do we get more people? Like when we did our AC ADCC review. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we skipped over like what, what's going on. So what, what, what's the future for, how do we, well, we skipped we, over Gabby. I brought up the, the rest did. of the women yes, and we yes, went over did. them, but yeah, we skipped over Gabby because yeah. that's a, that's so a what is, what is the jujitsu community just, just for us? Not, not for the people outside of our deranged community. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do we need to get people interested? We have Gabby Garcia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She's, different so sure. she she has attraction what do we need as a competitor out there like to bring more attention to like what do we need we got so many things on the male side we got crazy craig jones with his leopard skin shorts you know we have different these different personalities what do we need in the female category to bring more attention to female fighting and jujitsu? that's a tough question yeah that is a tough question um i want to do some shout outs to maggie grindotti Okay. Um, I think she's amazing. Um, she lost the last, it was a fight to win. <laughs> it was. Um, and, um, but she handles it with so much grace too that I think, um, I feel like it could just be anyone. We're really hard on ourselves and it's really hard to be honest. Like you were saying be humble, stay humble, because it's a learning experience for everyone. We've all been there. We've all like had some bumps and bruises and losses and and wins and you know. And Maggie handles that with so much grace that um, I also recommend following her because her workouts are insane. Okay, definitely amazingly insane. And she's and, just at her Instagram would be just her name. Mm, yep, Maggie okay. Grindotti, and um, she's won uh, every single. I think worlds at every single belt, um, except black belt or did she? 
I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. Um, she's an amazing competitor and super tough, super strong and so kind. So, so kind. I met her at Pans. I did the same yeah. thing as Jackson did. Like, oh, oh I, I gotta go see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, Clay's like, go say hi. Come oh, on. okay. Yeah. Um, she's coming to do a seminar soon. In yeah. March. I, saw, I saw that you guys had that up. Yeah. And um, I think just like letting women know it's just like it's not just aggression it's not just like you fight to the death and there's blood and all this crazy stuff um it's fitness as well like she incorporates her workouts for jujitsu but she wants to have a healthy long lasting life to live you know so and it starts now i don't want to be eating junk food and just because it tastes good and then when i'm 90 i can't even remember my name you know i think that's very very specific yes cyborgs uh fiance fiance. yeah Mm -hmm. i didn't realize that's who it was i was like why does that sound familiar and then i was like oh cyborg's fiance yeah Yeah, so she's she's just up and coming i i believe they did um i think it was Flo that did a uh, story about her and cyborg and um fion davis yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I'm a something big that, fan of hers, yeah, man. Yeah, something, you know, yeah. Fion, she had the ADC competition mm-hmm. where she broke an arm and then she got her arm broke. Yep. Yeah. And you know how I am. Like, I don't really find white women that attractive. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, obviously, my wife, she's got the ethnicity thing. Yeah. I've always been. Um, fast. Uh, my wife is the most beautiful. She, I mean, she steals my heart. Every you time you I see how this goes? Jujitsu, Amy. Like, <laughs> but there's something about Fion. Yeah. There's something strangely kind of. She's badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has that. She has that appeal. Like she has. Yeah. She has that it. Yeah. And I don't know what it is but when they interview her i'm like shut up everybody shut yeah. up for a second <laughs> she it's just that it my wife come in and like, she's like you, you like her no, no some blonde girl no don't worry about it i'm just <laughs> what she say. there's something about her yeah. i don't know what it is how do we start talking about this <laughs> she was talking about that. Uh, she brought Fiona. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. no, but that's exactly what, what I mean. She's got arm. I mean, she's just yeah. awesome. Yeah, she's a monster. Yeah. Yeah, she's a monster. So, I think it's just like showing that women can be empowered through the sport too. Not every woman has to be dainty or like the housewife right, right. or it has to be the businesswoman toppling the charts and like getting the most sales. Like you can do anything and it can yeah. be mixed with things, you know, like look at Fionn. She's my size, maybe even smaller. And yeah. she's dominating. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. dominating. You guys also had Claudia Duvall out for yes. your, for when she was out here. Yeah. So you guys are... You were promoting some females in jiu-jitsu. Really? Oh, I shit. Mean, Women. Well, ladies. Spreading <laughs> jiu-jitsu beyond meatheads. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. That's, yeah. Spreading that's jiu-jitsu. Inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's really, really yeah. cool. Claudia's yeah. awesome, too. Her omoplatas. Oh, yeah. I oh, it. game changer. Yeah. That's cool. That's really so cool. So when was she out? Um, I think that was, that was a while ago. yeah, this okay. is like right when Clay opened the gym. Oh, okay. Okay. This is, this is the one Chris was videotaping in Nashville. Okay. And, gotcha. and again, strangely enough, here I am gawking at more females. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. This is the time where I'm like, wait a second. There's something about that ref. Cause uh, okay. I, I couldn't picture who she, I never seen her as a ref. Sure. So yeah. I didn't make the connection. Yeah. Claudia? And I'm like, yeah, I never seen a ref before ever. Yeah, and um, so it, it just I'm sl- I'm a slow individual, okay. I just <laughs> it's not medicine. I'm just like, 
you know, basic things like yeah. cooking. Okay, two eggs. <laughs> Do I put the shells in too, Amy? You know, I'm, not, you know, I'm just not, not the quickest That's person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I'm looking, I'm like, wow, there's something strangely attractive about this lady here. I bet she's really good at jujitsu. She's a, and Chris is taping this whole thing. He's nice. whacking me in the shoulder as I'm saying <laughs> He's like, this. shut up. He's like, shut up. And I'm like, wait a second. That's Claudia Duvall. And then w- after the tournament, I actually saw the advertisement that you guys had her. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man. I would have, oh, class, man. Yeah. That, yeah, I would have definitely gone. S- a side note that you find uh, a woman attractive and you think that she's good at jujitsu. So <laughs> that's just yeah, weird because my wife has. do that. Menorah, yeah. but, but, but there's a, like, there's, she's, no it's zero like we go to tournaments and like i lose and i'm just bummed i'm like i can't believe i lost in front of you and she's like you lost yeah <laughs> she, she is she's like I'm, I'm not really clear what just happened <laughs> yeah i thought you seen i okay can we go yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and now with the kids now she she knows a little bit more but yeah, yeah. um so and there's no one in this world i I like hanging out more than with her. So it's, uh, Oh, know. for sure. Yeah. yeah. You, so you swear about right? her quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Pretty sick in the head. Um, so, so as far as sport, so before you get out of here, before you get out of here, if you could have a plea and of course, coach, you got any questions? Uh, I don't want to cut you off. No, I think I've just okay. been trying to fill in yeah. as we go. So we're good. If you know, so, cause I do have a number of folks that listen, that um you know don't do jujitsu yeah. um they're just support they're super supportive and they're like hey listen to your podcast dr joe and i'm like really <laughs> like, do jujitsu right um so they're super kind people that are just trying to support and um but if you could reach out to them and try to say one thing to get them through the front doors a lot of them are nurses um <laughs> what how would you pack? this is the question i was going to phrase too yeah. so you were phrasing it different if it wasn't for that flyer what do you think would have brought you into jujitsu? Oh, nice. That, oh. Much that, that's what I was going to end it sure. with. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really good. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's why um, he's here. Yes. <laughs> Man. See, the thing is, I feel like it's just breaking the surface. You know, like mm-hmm. America is really, really focused on football and wrestling and jujitsu is just getting there. It's just skimming that people are almost noticing i think eventually i would have found it um but i don't know i I, i'm just really lucky that i got in the door and the biggest thing is fear drives a lot of people Mm -hmm. and a person i can't remember who said this um i was at some convention and he said fear is just like you think it's a brick wall but as soon as you just take that step, it was just paper. You just walk through paper. Nice. And like I've that. tried to like always that. remember that, that it's like no matter how scared I get or intimidated, um, it's not as bad as you think. It really isn't. I have, um, I also have, fun fact, <laughs> I have anxiety and depression. And um, so things can get a lot harder sometimes, especially with my mental state. If I don't do well, I beat myself down so hard like really bad and I have to say going into jujitsu I have never met more kinder and supportive people like if I get in that place everyone has my back they understand and they pull me out of it whether I want to or not sure yeah (laughs) and they will love you no matter what I think one of the I think that you know the way I always say it is we're all fucked up just on a different spectrum yeah Mm mm-hmm Agreed. 
hundred percent. The the problem is through one reason or another, there's no self examination done by certain people, so they just don't realize it. You know, we all have things that we struggle with if we really look at ourselves. And a lot of times the people that don't do that blame it on all these external things. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you can take a look at them and you can say, whoa, you, you have borderline personality disorder. We, we need to do something about this. Or you're suffering from depression right now. Or you're manic. You know, I, everybody, this is just, we're, we're, we're flawed. Mm-hmm. And I think that jujitsu does so much self-examination on a daily basis that it becomes more to light. So you might have even known that going in. Mm-hmm. You might have been privileged enough to have parents or somebody that helped you along the way. Yeah. Or somebody, or maybe you watched a commercial and you went, holy crap, I think I'm depressed. Whatever it is, jujitsu will bring that more and more and more to light, which in one way seems more painful, mm-hmm. but actually makes the problem more evident so you can actually fix it. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, it's it's like... And it's such a dangerous path because nothing is more can suck you into more depression than losing. Mm-hmm. That was and me out loud. <laughs> well, I fear, you know, my son gets so depressed when he loses, but that's his journey. Yeah. But it's so painful to watch that. Mm-hmm. It's so painful to hear about your friends doing that, but that's part of their journey. And they have to do that to, you know, if you do that through this sport, nothing else in life will get you down. When you lose a loved one, you'll be able to deal with it better. When you lose your job, when everything just, just crumbles underneath you, it's going to be hard, but you're going to be able to deal with it better. And these are the things about jujitsu that, like we were talking, we're come full circle. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> have nothing to do with tapping somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we owe so much to our professors and our coaches and the people before them to help promote forward this lifestyle that helps us deal with these things. Um, and I'm glad you said something about depression because I think more people deal with that than they realize. Yes. I think it's a huge issue and, um, not a lot of people talk about it cause it's like, it's Oh, shameful. they're just, yeah. It's like, Oh, they're just sad. You know, it, it doesn't matter. They'll get over it. And it's like, it's way much more than that. Yeah. And jujitsu has helped me the most. Yeah. And yeah, trust me, same. I've tried everything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everything. It's, 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 you know, we recently went through an issue with our mother-in-law who is going through a very, very difficult time. And, you know, she wasn't eating or drinking. Mm-hmm. And so we would sit down and say, hey, Sachiko, you have to eat. You have to drink. Right. No. She just said, no. And say, okay, Sachiko, do you want to go to the hospital? No. Okay, then I need you to take one bite. No. That doesn't make sense. Well, because it wasn't a choice. Right. Mm-hmm. This was a chemical problem. Mm-hmm. It's not a choice. She's not being an asshole. Yeah. And when you're around that, you're like, you, it's like, what? It's not a choice. Depression can be like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to change your chemistry. And what's the best way to change that chemistry? Working out, being with friends, being with, making those connections with people. Mm-hmm. That's how you change that chemistry. That yeah. and some kick-ass music. Yeah. Yes. Music really helps. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and I, I want a sidebar off. on all the time. What's that? Go ahead. <laughs> Playlist on all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but since we're on the whole depression thing, and I think that's been a really popular topic for this podcast yeah. that people have reached out about, well, I'll touch on it real quick. Because um, I was just having this conversation with my wife the other day. Um, and, 
you know, just learning about like there's different types of depression. Mm-hmm. And that's the, like, that was the biggest epi- epiphany to me is like your depression, my depression is probably not the same. Like for me, like I'm very, everything could be going great, but then one thing just like ruins like whatever is going on in the day. And then I'm down in the dumps. Like I just go straight off the cliff and then like, I just, I cannot pull myself out unless I've got jujitsu. And like for me, you know, for, for like, I'll just throw my wife out there on. I don't think she would care in the sense of like, when she's depressed, it's a numbness, kind of like what Trey talked about on the podcast. It's more of like not really feeling anything. It's not that whole like self harm kind of like. That's mine. Yeah, yeah. 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 You talk about when I'm down. You know, I've never like been except for maybe once in my life. But that's what that. Yeah, and I think Amy's more like you. Yeah, it's that whole like. I'm always in fear of that one thing, and it's just like, oh fuck, they just want our day. Yeah, exactly. And like, I can. Oh, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> she, doesn't, she, doesn't, she doesn't listen. Yeah. She doesn't listen, so it's okay. But she loves me to death, but she doesn't listen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's probably better that way. <laughs> much, much better. But uh, but yeah, just you know, for anybody listening that, that does is interested in that part of it, the, what we do talk about is like just realizing that you know it's just because you are depressed, it doesn't mean that you relate to somebody else's depression on the same level, and that's why somebody may not understand what you're going going through even though you're like dude i'm depressed and they don't react the same way that you want but what i was going to say to that is i heard this thing the other day and it was the best thing i've ever heard as far as like solving uh, a problem on a a mental level when you're having an issue and you you come to somebody or somebody comes to you you should ask do you want resolution or do you want comfort Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, I've never thought about that. Like if somebody comes to you and it's like, ask them like, what are you looking for? And I think that's more, uh, uh, helpful to achieve, you know, what solution they're looking for at that time. So I don't know. It was just something I wanted to add into that, that I heard that I was like, oh man, that's really good. Yeah. Do you want, you want resolution or do you want comfort? Yeah. So I usually, I usually think of, I usually through making the mistake one too many times of Mm -hmm. trying to resolve, resolve, resolve. Yeah. My default now is comfort until we're past the storm. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm, Yes. That's been my default. And I think it's a safe default. You can call it sexist again. God, I'm going to get in trouble (laughs) because most guys want resolution. Most females want comfort. 80 20 maybe i don't know yeah i mean we're, we're wired differently we're I just mean, wired it, we are it's wired not different. a bad good and thing. there's some that are wired the same yeah and there's exactly. some but i can just tell you in my own relationship i want I, I want very little comfort i want a solution and let's go out to dinner yeah and that's not the same on amy's side and it's i know we're going to go through two or three days of comfort yeah and this one thing this one fucking thing <laughs> just yeah. ruined the next three days yeah Mm-hmm. And, and and it's it's tough because everybody yeah. deals with it differently. Yeah. And you know, I would say just is not a solution. It's a tool that you use for. Yeah, but to, to circle yeah, back yeah. back out yes. of my yeah, sidebar, yeah, yeah, yeah. jujitsu is what pulls me out of that easily. Yeah. And that's the whole reason. Like we're doing this this morning class. We're starting a, a six a.m. like uh, Monday Thursday oh, so class. They've been doing. They've oh, been I, I know they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for us, this is a big step. Yeah, it's and so I'm I'm the one doing that class, and I'm not a morning person at all. But just knowing that, like, that's going to start my day off good. I'll get yes. up at 5 a.m. I don't care. Yeah. If you yeah. ask me to go to the gym and lift weights, I'd be like, no, man, no. you're on your own. No. Like, <laughs> and I say, and my wife might listen to this, and she's the one that likes to get up and do that. I will do it for her, but that's not something I enjoy. But jujitsu, I'm like, dude, you want to get up at 4? That's fine. Let, let's go roll yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, But that's because I know it sets me up for a good day. Yeah. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a, good, a strong point, man. Well, Michelle, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having time me. With us. Yeah. We've gone 
about an hour and a half now. And yeah. so I really, really appreciate your time and your For openness. Sure. And of course, like I said before, your energy, it's absolutely incredible. You were um, a very positive person. This is my first time meeting Michelle, but yeah, my, my initial is like, you were a very positive person, oh, which is good. That's, yeah. Oh yeah. That's the, I knew I had to have you on. Um, tell us a little bit about triangle Academy, what your days are, um, before we close out. Cause I want to give you guys a plug there. Oh, sure. Thank where you, you guys are located and all that. Triangle Academy is located in downtown Franklin. It's by the antique mall, by the railroad tracks, um, closer to Pinkerton park. I hope that helps. Um, and we are open Monday through Friday with classes, all day kids' classes and adults. We have a 6 a.m. and a 7 p.m. for the adults, fundamentals and mastery. So if you're brand new, don't feel rushed like, oh, I won't know anything. Like we have fundamental classes to help build up that foundation for you. And then open that every Sunday, one to three. Come roll. Okay, that's awesome. Nice. That is awesome. So open mats uh, open to everybody, or is it invite, or it um, is? It's open to everybody. There's no mat fee. We all just want to get better. So cool. please, anybody, any gym, yeah. come train. We'd love to have you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's a good group, dude. A solid, solid group of people that are there. So, yeah. um, and best yeah. way to contact you guys if somebody wants to sign up is walk through the door, phone, um, email. Go through our website. I think it's just triangleacademy.com. Um you can find us definitely on Google when you put in the search and planized numbers are on there. Just call us anytime. It's a direct line. Cool. So. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, again, Michelle, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Coach, anything you want to close out with? No, just keep training. I think, uh, I think we've had a really Sounds good one. Good, there. Man. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, and so the next time y'all keep training. <laughs>